Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's on the drive now. <clears throat> All right. Well, good morning, everybody. It's Sunday. I love it. Ah, best day of the week. I'm off, and I get to watch football all day, and I get to come talk to you gentlemen. I mean, gotta love it. Life is good. Doesn't get much better than this, right? Absolutely, man. Sunday, Sunday, like, this season, it's football season's like, that's my time to just leave me alone. Yeah. Plan around Sunday, you know, I tell people, like, uh, I had a niece, like, trying to get me out there to go play tennis with her, and, uh... And she was gunning for Sunday and I wasn't thinking and I was like, oh, well, you know, this, that and the other. And then I was like, wait, that's Sunday. That's football. Like, <laughs> you're not getting me out of the house on that day. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going. And it was funny because she was like, um, oh, yeah, you know, listen, I got invited a few friends and stuff. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. You're going to have a 38-year-old man out there playing tennis with these high school girls. I go, you don't think at all that, that, that that's going to raise You're gonna some flags? You're going to end up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then she kept kind of pushing, and then I sent a text to her mom. I was like, your daughter really is trying to get me out there and playing tennis with, with um, her friends. Like, like that's not going to look weird. And it's a prank. I, then it stopped. It's a trap. After that, like, her daughter stopped texting me about it. So I was like, okay, because I tried to gracefully be like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, you know, and then I was like, no, this isn't going to work. You're going to get me in trouble. Stop it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, new week of football games, right? How'd you guys? Uh, American football. So I, I guess. We like, we like. Let's get started yeah, with our Nothing Homer international minutes. this week. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, we can start with the Homer Minute. I can I don't start think off. There was anything was international online. last week too, right? Yeah, you guys can start the now. Homer Minute with an arm wrestle. Actually, nah, nah, see who's going to win today. We're old now, Ken. Jeez, you're young at heart. I think you forget. <laughs> so now. yes, uh, Steelers and Rams are playing today. Uh, Steelers did not play last week, so we didn't get a lot of information. But uh, quite honestly, we needed to regroup. We. Uh, we <laughs> I, I was listening to uh, one of my podcasts this week, and they were like. Wait a minute. What's the Steelers' record? They're they're three and two. Right. What the right. hell? Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> and, feel and, that way. And that's yeah, exactly. That's how it feels. It's it, it's been some rough games. So uh, I'm hoping we figured some stuff out in the bye week. We get Deontay Johnson back, which uh, will definitely improve the offense. Um, may, maybe um, get uh, Kenny a little bit more comfortable out there, which is what he really needs. So um, and then we play the Rams. We were actually all thinking about going to that game because it's not that far from us. But uh, we just couldn't quite fit it into our schedules. But uh, man, that's something I want to look for next year because that would be cool going to a to a game like all of us. That would be sweet. Damn kids. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we should go. Should we go neutral? Or we go. Uh, I mean, actually, if we're gonna go to L.A., it's always neutral. Right. There, there's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be louder for Steelers uh, for the Steelers today probably than it is going to be for the Rams. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much of one. My team's on by, so we can't disappoint today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can talk about what you guys did last week. They almost disappointed on Monday. They tried. I, I have the same questions that a lot of people do. I, I mean, I don't really know exactly what their offense is trying to accomplish most of the time because some drives they'll come out and they'll take some shots, you know, and they'll go like three and out real quick and, and not have gained a yard. 
And then some drives they'll come out and they'll run the ball three times and they'll go three and out and you know off of third and two and or, you know get to fourth and two and then and then punt the ball. So it doesn't feel it doesn't even feel like they have you know an exact idea of what their identity is on offense. And I really hope they figure that out in the bye week. You know, look at some film and figure out oh this is what we should be doing all the time. These these you know this is where we're so successful because they don't seem to know where that is right now. Right. Um, and that and that's a big problem, you know, going forward. They really need to figure that out. <clears throat> as far as the Rams go, the, the Cardinals, um, I was hoping it would be a little bit more of a get-right game, but, I, you know, they're still trying to – it seems to me like they're still trying to find um, how they're going to utilize Nakua and <clears throat> Cooper Cup at the same time. Um, Nakua's, like, now dropping passes, and I'm starting to wonder if uh, – He's nervous about losing uh, target time, so he's in, mentally in his he- own head like, oh, I better catch this pass, and then he just like, drops it because it's like, oh. Man, I, I have a right. feeling some of it's because he's like kind of playing a new position now a little bit or has different responsibilities now that Cup's back, and I think he might, you know, he's a rookie. He might be struggling with the uh, the differences and in, in the nuances in his new position, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, I have a different take. Oh, sure. Let's hear it. I think Matthew Stafford spends too much time on his back. <laughs> <laughs> There's that too. So when I'm watching their game, what I see happening is they get um, their drives more disrupted. Like they have guys running open. Like the offense seems to be working. Um, they have mistakes where uh, they're either having penalties along the offensive line or they're just giving up sacks. They're get and. I was thinking about this like specifically because of the Rams and what's going on with them and it like it doesn't make a lot of sense that they're not scoring more points especially when you look at like how all of their guys are producing fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. The only one who's not producing fantasy wise at the level that you'd really like is Stafford right. because they're not scoring touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're not scoring touchdowns is because they're getting their drives stopped over and over and over again from an offensive mis- line mistake that causes a negative play. Um, that's what I see. So uh, I, I think if they can get their offensive line together, you know, um, the offense can start to score more points. But until then, like, I, it's hard to really bet on Stafford having that breakout game and having games that, you know, like any other games than what we saw last week where they, they got it done, you know. They did get it done, yeah. <clears throat> um, but it wasn't pretty. Right. And uh, – the other thing I would worry about is Stafford being 35 and, you know, like oh. he wasn't necessarily like a brick wall, you know, when he was 25. So how long can he you know, take continue these hits, to take yeah. those hits? And he takes a lot of them and he's going to take some today. And how do you feel about the game today, Ray? You feel I, confident? I, I feel like uh, one of these games, and I don't see why it can't be the Steelers games. They're going to figure all that out. And um, when they have that breakout, break open game, um, people are going to start talking about them making the playoffs, you know, and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I did pick the Rams to make it to the playoffs this season. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys didn't. Um, Still not doing that. <laughs> I like them. I like them. I do like them. But I really think that they're like two offensive linemen away from being competitive. I, I, I feel like it's hard to say you like any team if they're not playoff contenders. No, that's not true. No, I, I think like, it's true. No, no not, yeah. not to me. No. Not to me because I can it's, like the it's future. All about the ship. <laughs> that's fantasy football for sure. That, in fantasy football it is. But to me, it's about team building. <clears throat> um, and 
and so like if your team as long as your team is headed in the right direction you can see like a positive future like if you're a giants fan things look pretty bleak right now but but as a rams fan you guys have a lot of young talent at the skill positions um we're gonna need a quarterback and, here in a year or two, right? But yeah. you're, but I think you're gonna be able to make another run with the guys that you have right now, sure. because I think right. maybe not this year, but, but next, next year, and especially the way that things are looking now, like the Rams are again gonna be a free agency destination next year. So it won't just be the draft that you can build with; you'll be able to like actually take shots at you know big time free agents yeah. again next year. That's the way I see it. Um, so yeah, it is all about the ship, and I. It, but it might not be this year. Right? So um, with that, yeah, we can uh, move on into the yeah. games. Where who's first? We need a we need a jingle for when we're talking about these games, huh? Something that just kind of plays softly in the background. But uh, up first, hold on, let me switch our point of view here. Up first, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Patriots. Buffalo Bills minus seven and a half. Over unders at forty one. The money lines at three seventy five. Yeah, the only reason why this game is interesting at all is because it's a divisional game, uh, and weird things happen in divisional games sometimes. So that, other than that, you I mean just... like weird things like when the Bills played them in consecutive games last year, and the Patriots failed to force a punt. <laughs> In both games. Well, I'm sure New England's improved since in- then. <laughs> oh, I love just rolling in yeah, New England's it's, misery. It's just, just like, funny. Ah. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at him. <laughs> There's something for a Steelers fan to be happy about right yep. now. It's, it feels good. Is, is it's not as bad as it is in New England. Yep. <laughs> We're going to squeak into the playoffs again uh, this year. What are you guys doing in New England? Yeah, they're about to get crushed by Buffalo, I think. I think so, too. I about them, they're about to get squished by Buffalo. Because this, like, they're, yeah, they picked on their AFC East opponents so bad for so long that there's no mercy coming their way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think today's going to be another day like that. That's what I see. Okay. Like, you look at the uh, projections, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, – I almost laughed at them because I think they're just so far down because it's like, oh, it's the, it's the Patriots. They're at home. You know, it's Bill Belichick defense. And it's like this Bills team has them figured out. And the Patriots are hurting right now. Oh, they're missing yeah. their top corner. They're missing their best front seven guy in Matthew Judon. I think this is gonna be bad. So, Buffalo, of course, you're playing Davis. Every, of course, you're playing Allen. Um, are you gonna play? Davis is the question. Yes. I think. Like, because I think you're, you're gonna play Cook. You're gonna play Diggs. Okay. You're play, and are you like, still super confident? And I about think Cook? there's no Dawson Knox, so um, you can play Kincaid today. Um, not with confidence, but not with. But I wouldn't play. I mean, I would play him with the same confidence that I would play Gabe Davis today. Well, yeah, they're both dart throw kind of guys. Like they're going to have right. two off weeks and then but one the thing really is, good is week like when they catch their Gabe touchdown. Davis, what we figured out is if the opposing team's not going to score back, then he doesn't score a lot of points. So what I really think is going to happen is that Stefan Diggs is just going to have another monster day because that those kinds of things happen. Like yeah. he he kind of did it um, already against Miami, so it's hard to just like predict that again. But I kind of think that's what's going to happen is that he, like the Patriots are not going to be able to stop him 
and it's not going to really matter what else the Bills do. So Belichick's not going to be able to take out the main weapon of his opposing <laughs> He hasn't defense. been. I know. The, well, he hasn't know. been able to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I do kind of enjoy that there's there's rumors about Belichick getting fired. I'm like, I don't think there's they're any real. credibility to them. No, for they're this real, year. man. They're, they're like, maybe not in the middle of the season. Was, like, they're not going to fire him mid-season. Not mid-season. It had, like, but I mean, insane. if it continues to you know be like this and like, yeah. you know, they just, uh, it, I mean, they, I didn't think they played that poorly against the Raiders. They had yeah. they had their chances to win. Um, against the Raiders. Well, the Raiders are playing better. Okay, so uh, New England side, um, is there anybody we're starting? You can definitely start Ramondre. Uh, I, I think Ramondre I think last a, week was a, okay. like honestly, I thought if um, if you own Ramondre, um, you should have sold him sold after him. last week. I think he's got another good week next week. But, the, that's but, where the yeah. Raiders are weak right now. Their um, their pass defense has been surprising, surprisingly superb. Like they're getting mm-hmm. to the quarterback at a really good rate. Uh, Max Crosby seems unblockable in the important parts of the game. Like he's just making a big play in, in key moments every week. It seems like, and um, they're still vulnerable against the run, though. And that's um, we're, I don't want to digress and talk about the Raiders, but I just want to say that the Patriots had uh, like Zeke had a monster game last mm-hmm. week too. Like he had a, like a seventy yard touchdown get called back, uh, and he and, but he looks better. Yeah, he like, does. He does. I, and honestly, he well, he kind of looks still, better. But it's still it's still a 60-40 Ramondre though. But yeah, so I but in a split like that, I really don't want to start them against a team like the Bills. I hear you. And like even though the Bills have been losing pieces, the Patriots aren't an offense that can take advantage of that. I so the, you you're looking at Ramondre as a flex then? Best at best. Okay. Like you, not, you should be, you should be able RB two. You're looking at him as a player. Yeah, you should be able to do better at RB two. And then than Kendrick Bourne. Like if you if you have Ramondre as like your RB two, then you should be listening to our you know our hero <laughs> play or segment coming up. <laughs> uh, Hunter Hunter Henry is going to play this week. Um, not sure if you're excited about that. No, no, I'm, uh, no pass yeah. catchers. Yeah, no. And no. then Kendrick Bourne, like he uh, he had a big week last week. He's had two big weeks, but you know what? I don't think he's broken seventy five yards yet this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you know with two games that where he's gotten twelve plus targets. So no, I, he's another player. Like if you if you had some success with uh, was that a question? Yeah. If uh, real quick, if you had some some success with Patriot players last week, I really hope you sold them. There you go. So first question coming in from YouTube: uh, Pick one PPR, Palmer, Rice, Jeff Wilson. Rice. Hmm. Um, yeah, with Jeff Wilson, you just have no idea. So, I mean, I, I'd kind of tend to stay away from that. Uh, so, to me, it's Rice or Palmer. And they're in the same a... game. It's Rice and Rice and Palmer are in the same game. The Kansas City team defense has been much better than we mm-hmm. expected. Uh, the San Diego offense has been less potent than it was hyped up to be. Um, there wasn't any – like, Josh Palmer looked pretty good. On Monday night, I don't know if you if, like if you caught the mm. game. He looked pretty good, but Rishi Rice is getting more and more involved in the offense. Um, I, I, I'm not I worried about think... the addition of Miko Hardman. I, if I think if anything that helps Rishi Rice because he's attacking the intermediate parts of the field. Um, I, so that that's where I would go. That's I, just me. And, and I do think it's close. Um, I think I would lean I, yeah. towards Palmer on that one. I think he's uh, safer. Hey, would you be um, willing to take a pie in the face over that? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, we, we talked about this week. That's a that, good one. Uh, 
we, we don't have uh, our shot bets anymore. So uh, we needed something. So, so yeah. I don't yeah. see why not. We should it, just do, what do shot bets. Is that a good one? I don't know if I wanna, <laughs> I don't know if I would. So I think we should write a, them down and then pick the best one at the end of the show. That's a good one. Let's. I'm gonna put. Look, can you put it on the board? Uh, on the board? Uh, let me just write it down. Sure, that's yeah. fine. So uh, yeah, the the idea is that we used to take shots. Uh, we used to you know disagree uh, and um, it, when it's enough, when it's close enough that it's fun. Uh, we're willing to bet. Sh- we would be willing to bet shots, you know, on players. So instead, what we're going to do is we're going to take pies. Yeah. And uh, we'll try and just keep it to once a week. Yeah. Uh, we'll p- we will pick a decision, you know, uh, a fantasy football decision, um, and one of us will get a pie in the face. All right. So, so wait, wait, thank what, you, what listener. What was the bet? Uh, <laughs> we versus got to, who? Well, it's Palmer versus Rice. What we're going to do is we're going to have a, a few of them. We'll choose and then at the end. Choose at the end which one is the actual bet. Who, and this yeah, is who just, we actually willing to take a pie for. Right. And this is uh, just for this week? Yes. So I'll just put a seven here for week seven. Or weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, well, this is week seven's version of it. Unless it goes poorly. And I can't imagine it's going to. Because, I mean, even if I, I take a pie in the face, that sounds delicious. Right. <laughs> That's why my answer is what kind of pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, the loser can choose. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. You guys have Lose, a Pollard versus Barkley on here for a Bowmore. I don't know what if that was a That's a season, season long. long. Oh, I'm crushing in that one. Are you? Oh yeah, Barkley's been hurt. Yes. Uh well yeah, you know what? Um actually, it's going to be close because the Dallas offense really needs to get mm-hmm. things going, but the Giants offense just what offense? Right. <laughs> and uh what a busy. What's up, brother? What is so should we move on? You guys all pick the Bills, right? We yeah, all pick, pick the Bills. The bills. Yeah. yeah, we talked about smart what people. About. And then the Patriots will win today. And, and the whole... Like, <laughs> it'll be like... It'll be, what was that? Uh, was it 2014 when they lost? Should the money line uh, on the Patriots. They lost to the, the Chiefs. It was like really, really bad on Sunday Night Football. We're on to Cincinnati. And then they went on to win the Super Bowl. That right. Year, right. Yeah, well, like, weird things happen in the NFL. We weird know. Didn't happen. he have Tom Brady back then? He did. So. And now he's got McCorkle Jones. He hasn't done shit without Tom Brady. Anyway, next up, Detroit Lions versus Baltimore Ravens. Detroit Lions plus three. Over-under is 43 and a half. If you're betting the money line, you got plus 130. And if um, you're betting on the ring, minus 155. Now, this is one of those that when the line came out, like normally when I'm looking at lines and stuff, I can pick within a point easily, usually half a point to where the line's going to be. Um, this one, I really thought it was going to be a pick 'em, or Detroit might be favored by a point. And when I saw Ravens favored, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm not the. Only I don't one. think that's correct. I, I mean, I'm yeah. you know, spoiler, I'm picking Detroit today. I think they're the, they're a stronger team. Baltimore is at home and they're they're a tough opponent, but uh, I don't feel like they're playing Detroit great. And just, I think Detroit is. Yeah, and to me the. If you're the underlying thing about what's going on right now in the NFL is like so everybody has um, injuries that they're dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. The teams that are able to control the line of scrimmage, you know, are having success, and the Lions are dominating the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and that's they're really healthy up front right now, whereas other teams are struggling. Um, so. I, I continue. I expect them to continue to have success. Like you look at Jared Goff back there, just like looking like, 
you know, a less athletic Joe Montana because <laughs> he's like he's got all day sometimes to pass, yeah. and he's just and he's making really good decisions back there, and and even when he you know it, he has taken off to run here and there, mm-hmm. um, Jared Goff is playing excellent football. He's playing much better football than Lamar Jackson is playing right now, and that uh, Baltimore offense, it's a mess. Uh, it it does feel it, like that. It, it, it's a mess. Um, they really needed Dobbins this year, man. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Their, their offense and, is struggling. With and that's them. the thing I I think is uh, why Baltimore is going to lose this game is because I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball at all. Yeah, at all. Agreed. And their passing offense just isn't elite enough for you to be able, for them to have their you know rushing attack yeah. shut down and their rushing attack is Lamar Jackson. Like we yes. talked, I, I, you know, I predicted this a couple weeks ago that there was no Ravens running back that you actually wanted to pick up. You just hope you had Lamar Jackson because he has to have a monster season. Yep. And, and that's the only way they're going to win today is if Lamar Jackson does something special. And, like, and it's going to happen yeah. on the ground, I think, not in the air. Like he's going to do something that we didn't predict on the ground. Um, so, like, you're still starting Lamar Jackson. You're happy to have Zay Flowers. You're happy to have uh, Mark Andrews. Mark could Andrews. have a big day. Yeah. Um, and that's one place where the Lions have been a little weaker right. is against tight ends. So Mark Andrews is a top-end top you know, play to start week, yeah. at tight end. Um, uh, and then that's it for their offense. There's no I running agree. backs you want to start. Zay Flowers is the only receiver that you really want to start. Um, and then on the other side... Uh, we've got no David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not sure how long he's going to be out. Uh, it's a little, it's a little interesting. I, me and some of my buddies in uh, Dynasty League were joking uh, about uh, the announcements that um, came out about Jameer Gibbs because it's just like they're they're hyping him up again. It's just mm-hmm. like the preseason. You know how we're going to use him in special ways and all this, that, and the other. Um, and then, you know, to me, it's going to be Craig Reynolds' twenty-five carries for ninety yards <laughs> and two touchdowns today. Is is kind of, and then you know, Jameer Gibbs does nothing else different. You know, he just does exactly what he's been right. doing. Um, and, and Craig Reynolds is going to play. By the way, uh, he was cleared this morning, yep. so he is playing. Yeah. Um, real quick on Craig Reynolds, um, I I was deciding between him and uh, Zach Evans. In a lot of places today. Early, earlier this week or earlier, today? Th- earlier this week. Okay. Excuse me. Earlier this week and this morning, because Craig Reynolds is in, like, like because of the situation, a lot of people are probably in, in too, you know, with injuries and bye weeks and stuff like that. Zach Evans, you know, you were excited to start him as of Wednesday. And then after Daryl <laughs> Henderson came in off the street and dropped his bag of Cheetos, was like, put, put me in, coach, you know? <laughs> Uh, now you're you know pre- feeling pretty scared about that, but I was still just going to roll with it. Well, did you see um, the announcement this morning? That Zach Evans is the number three behind Henderson I I, like, and the, honestly, behind uh, Freeman. Right, I, and I don't care about that. Honestly, I don't like. Um, they they do. say that doesn't. <laughs> it, I honestly, a lot of that stuff is just kind of like um, nonsense. They'll ask, you know specific questions what about this scenario and then they won't actually say that he was at sorry that he was asked in that scenario so we all going lions or going uh Ravens? are we trying to move on is that yeah what you, yeah you're trying to move, uh, why are you trying to push me on that one like, a, like no, we didn't from, even from, talk from, about the lions options yet from from my standpoint it was just it was going on so. oh well that's rude you're rude <laughs> Yeah, we're all taking Lions. Uh, 
Craig Reynolds is an an interesting play. Um, you know, I don't know, but it could be. And then uh, Jameer Gibbs. I mean, if you got him, you're probably starting him just because but you, you know be you got that it. potential. I but wouldn't yeah, be. No, I, wouldn't I wouldn't be, be super like, confident. You know, standing on a rock, puffing my chest out like I right. got Jameer Gibbs. I definitely wouldn't be doing that. Um, you can like obviously. I think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to have a monster game today. Uh, the Ravens have not been very good against pass catchers, um, talented pass catchers, and Monroe St. Brown's just been cooking everybody. Yeah, he's so, been great. Yeah, I think that I think he's going to have a monster game today. Um, Laporta has been hurt. Um, you're going to start him, but I yeah. really don't expect too many big things from today. He still had a decent amount of targets last week coming off the and, injury, and so I'm probably, not too worried about it. He had 11 it. targets, but like I think he only put up like eight points PPR or something right. like that. Um, and I'm Baltimore is all, great Baltimore has one of the better uh, tight end, or excuse me, one of the better linebacker groups mm-hmm. in the NFL. So I think he's going to have some some trouble today. Um, but you're still starting him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but you're just may not him. as just, you know expect as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't. Right. If you're needing him to have 15 points, he's probably not going to do that today. Fair. That's what I would say about him. And then um, Josh Reynolds and Jameson Williams. Who would you rather have? Uh, neither this week. I'm just saying, who like, would you rather just have? Rest of season, dynasty. No, 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 no. right? The, I mean, who would you rather play in this game? Because people I, are, some people are making that decision. Some people, yeah, like, I'd be trying really just, hard to make hard not to make that one, but I would not take the rookie. the The rookie's been just god awful. So he scored last week. Did he really? Yeah, another another 40 yard touchdown. So <laughs> if you saw the play, it was not impressive. It was, was this. Did it get called like, back? Or he something didn't. Or? He didn't high point the ball. The ball just kind of like fell into into his bread basket, and he held on to it as he mm-hmm. fell down. Uh, and, yeah, and it was like it, he didn't like do anything special on the route. It just like it didn't look like he was expecting the ball, and just kind of like turned around oh. and it happened to fall into his chest. Yeah. Like, and he scored a touchdown. Yeah. So okay. I wouldn't like if somebody got excited about that in your league and you got a you know a trade offer for him or something like that. You should take have it. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd take Josh Reynolds there if I absolutely had. To. Yeah, I th- I, but I think Reynolds can have is a sneaky player. I think he can have a big day today too. All Excuse right. me. Uh, okay. Sorry, Ray. Now no, we're ready, buddy. Good. Now we can move on to this game that you're obviously wait, so wait, excited to on. talk about. You guys, so you guys all going lines or what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we said he said that. Yeah, right off the bat, man. Oh, like I pay attention to what you guys are saying. Ah, that's true. Well, we are just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, we got yeah. Brian uh, and I are hanging out, and then Ray is just you know playing magic. <laughs> <laughs> Washington Commanders versus uh, New York Giants. Uh, Washington minus three over under is at thirty seven. Uh, money lines at minus one fifty five, and the Giants have her plus thirty. Do you know, there's a really good slate of games today. Like. The matchups, I, I really enjoy the matchups, and this is a traditional matchup. Mm-hmm. Like whether the teams are good or bad, crazy things happen when these two teams get together in this particular building, for whatever reason. Um, so, like something fun's going to happen in this game today. Like it's 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 I, I don't like I don't like predicting this game. I don't. Yeah. Because the Commanders should win this game, mm-hmm. but the Giants are at home. This is only their third home game of the season so far. Um, they have Barkley back. They have Waller. They played better. Mm-hmm. They almost they were, you know, maybe a should have been pass interference call away from, you know, tying that Buffalo game. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, Waller, Waller definitely got held on that uh, that that last uh, um, that fourth down play. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, so I lost um, I lost my Dynasty match. The Dynasty League weren't together. Mm-hmm. By, I think it was like eight points. And Waller, uh, they went to Waller. They were at the 11. And they went to Waller in the end zone. And if he hadn't been interfered with, he would have come down with a touchdown. And I would have won that because it's a tight end premium. Gotcha. So eight I, points. Yeah. So I would have gotten the eleven. So it would have been one point one plus one point seven five plus six. And I would have. I would. Have, and I. <laughs> in a match that I was supposed to lose by like twenty going oh, into the wow. or something like that. So Don't. that that would have been awesome. But anyway, uh, I digress. <laughs> um, in this game, uh. I think, uh, like, you just kind of shut your eyes at this point and start yeah. Sam Howell. Like, if you're somebody who's been streaming quarterbacks, you can, like, Sam Howell shouldn't be on the waiver wire anymore. Um, and then... McLaurin's we've been talked decent. About, yeah, and we've talked about this. Like, it's uh, McLaurin and then it's Samuel. Yeah. Like, Dotson hasn't been involved at all. At all. And um, Weird. The, and for me, the reason I like Curtis Samuel over McLaurin is because Curtis Samuel gets the ball uh, handed to him. And they give him the ball inside the red zone, inside the green zone. He got it inside the five carry last week. Ken just hates Terry McLaurin. That's I all also he bets hate against him Terry every McLaurin year. Terry McLaurin so much. And you know what's not? That's I ride not, him to victory every that, year. That's not true. You don't ride him to victory. <laughs> like, oh my God. Amongst the players you rode to how, victory how, last year. How many bets McLaurin. did I win last year with Terry huh? McLaurin? One or how two. How many it season was long one, bets? One or two. And it there was, was and like it, four. And it was close. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, we'd have to go back and look at that. It was one or two, but it, and it and it were close. They were really yeah. close. The one with Garrett Wilson was really fun. Yeah. That one agreed. was really fun. Still won um, it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, but I, you, like, he's all excited about winning a bet that involved a receiver that caught like 65 passes for 900 yards yeah. last year. <clears throat> I, I don't matter what the bet is. And I'm, I know. I'm excited uh, about I'm just winning. Saying, right. I'm just saying. It was right. better than that. But, uh, it, oh, I said it was better than that. It wasn't much. It wasn't much. Because <laughs> um, we're arguing between the wide like it was Garrett Wilson and Terry McLaurin, and they were like within 15 points of each other. And. They were wide receiver in between thirty and thirty-five. Something I thought like that. they were more like twenty-four, Tw- twenty-five, but maybe. Yeah, I think this this game is. Uh, I think the commander is going to do way better than minus but, three. So anyway, I um, it, it, I agree. It definitely feels that way, but because the divisional game, it's just like, oh, yeah. what the heck's going to happen? But I'm definitely taking the commanders. Um, Brian Robinson, I think, could have a big game as well. We were talking about the receivers there. Uh, Logan Thomas, you can play, but. Mm, beware beware so to me uh, the commanders have been extremely disappointing uh, on their defensive line their defensive line is supposed to be one of the best in the nfl Mm -hmm. and they just haven't been doing it and they're actually like um there's been trade rumors um about uh not chase young but one of the sweat brothers i think i think he's in a contract year Mm -hmm. like i think they still like chase young is either young enough or they might have locked him up um but the other one, I think, has has been rumored to be to get traded um, as a to a possible contender, you know, like an edge rusher. Gotcha. Um, the Giants just keep taking taking on you know damage on their. They lost another guy this week um, on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I honestly, I, at this point, I don't know how many they've lost. I don't know like of their original starting five how many are left, but I think it's like one or two. Ouch. Um, and. 
yeah, teams have just been destroying them. So it's really hard to pick them. Yep. And I'm not. I would definitely not lone wolf with the Giants. <laughs> so I'm going to. And then command. just for the Giants, you're, you're going to play Barkley um, and Waller. You, you can, should play Waller. You should play Wandale. Oh, yeah, yeah, Waller. And, and you can and, play Wandale too. And this you can is play a good, Wandale. Today is, is a good day up. to play Wandale because, um, like, you look at what DJ Moore did to the Commanders, and Wandale can do that kind of stuff. If they're if the Giants are able to get him the ball. You know, with a little bit of space, he can really, really do some damage today. I like Wandale a lot, actually. All right. Sounds good. I think we need to get Brian a Steelers mug, even if you just have water <laughs> in it. We do. He, he needs, needs No, no, he needs a Steelers mug. Even sure. if it's just water yeah. in there, dude. Well, we they do that on on talking shows and stuff, too. Like, even yeah. if they have the – just to have the mug, even if it's yeah. just water. Like, the hosts and stuff will always have, a you know, something. All right. Good point. Good point. We'll remedy that. Yeah, we will, I think, sooner than later. Uh, next up, we have uh, Atlanta Falcons versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Atlanta is plus two and a half. The over-under is 37 and a half. Uh, money line is plus 136 and minus 162 if you're betting on the books. Mm, just feels like a dirty game right here. Like Just just two dirty teams. They're, they're uh, I don't know, eight and nine, nine and eight teams. Well, maybe not even that good, but. I don't know. It feels like it's going to be a good battle here. Um, I'd lean the the Tampa Bay side just because uh, Baker's been so scrappy and uh, they are at home. Um, but th- this is a tough one. This is one that you can see going either way. Um, Atlanta. I mean, I'm definitely starting Bijan, but all of a sudden Ritter is doing something. So now I'm starting Drake London too. I might even be st- starting Kyle Pitts. And th- these are things that I would not have done two weeks ago. <laughs> I actually think this is a sneaky fantasy bonanza game. Wow. Okay. Um, because I, I don't think that uh, the like the Tampa, Tampa Bay defense has not been very good against the run. Like they they've been much poorer against the run than what we expected. They were better last week, but that was really only after David Montgomery got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like and he and if you remember right, he got hurt on a chunk play. Like uh, oh. <laughs> it was like a 35 yard run or something like that, where he just kind of landed. He got tackled, you know, awkwardly, and mm-hmm. and that's and he got the he has the rib problem now. Yeah, but um, I thought David Montgomery was on his way to gashing them last week, and this Atlanta team has been able to run against everybody. And Bijan, like, eventually he's going to get the ball 20 times, and he's going to go like it's going to be eventually he's it's going to be 20 carries 160 plus yards and a couple of scores you know and and then he's still going to have his five or six catches which he's giving you every right. week you, you feel like um, that's coming but man we've been waiting this uh <laughs> and also last week the and and a little bit the week before and more so last week we talked about this on on the ride over um the atlanta falcons are starting to open up the offense and they're mm-hmm. starting to allow Ritter to attack people. Um, and he's starting to look more comfortable at taking shots down the field. Because it's not like Drake London, you know, is putting up nine for 120. And it's just, you know, Drake London broke um, broke a couple tackles and took, four, took a screen 40 yards. Like we've seen Michael Pittman do mm-hmm. um, to get numbers. He's like he's getting the ball 15 yards down the field, catching the ball yeah. and like and really not getting a whole lot of yak. But just like they're getting chunk plays through the passing game now, um, both of their tight ends have been startable the last couple of weeks. Kyle Pitts had one of his best games last mm-hmm. week. Um, they're they are like they are looking to him in the red zone. 
Um, John o. Smith got his first touchdown last week. Uh, they like they look good, and I think this is a this is a team that you can attack. Like they shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid of the Tampa Bay defense right now. Um, so I actually am going to pick the Falcons in this game. Like okay. the Tampa Bay is at home. Yeah, like I said, this is a tough one to pick. They've struggled at home. Yeah. They've been better on the road. I don't I don't know what that's about, but um, they've they've really struggled at home. They uh, they got hammered last week by the Lions, and they got hammered a couple weeks before that by the Eagles. And both of those teams are good, but they shared you know a couple one thing in common with the Falcons, and that's that they like to run the football and they control the line of scrimmage. The, and the Falcons are really good at that. So um, that's that's why I'm going to pick the Falcons today. Um, and and yeah, I would start both tight ends. I would start Drake London. I would start. I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't want to start Tyler Both Algier, ends. Wow. but they're both startable. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's risky there. Uh, and on the Tampa side, I'm I'm going to take Tampa, um, and I'm not sure if I'd start one of their running backs. I don't think I would. I I, I mean, mean, I guess you can start White. I if am you have to, in, a, in, but... a, in our league of record. I am starting okay. Rashad White. I was somebody. Are you happy about it? Uh, happier than I am to start Javante Williams against the the Packers today. Oh, now that's a pie in the face bet. I like that uh, one even much better. I'll take you can the, put that one on there. Um, yeah, you can put that one. I, but I don't feel great about that one. Oh, I feel good about that Javon, one. Because Javante – well, no, no, I don't. Because Javante is a guy that I'm invested in all over the place. Mm, so, like, sitting him, di- sitting him disappoints me. Like, yeah. Okay. So I, I, yeah, I don't think I would want to take a pie in the face because Javante Williams went off on my bench. <laughs> so that's, so that's am, I, am I putting that down or not? We're, it's on the list. Okay, I, so I, who is it? Uh, Javante Williams versus uh, Rashad White. Rashad White. That's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. Yeah. For just this week? Yeah, just this week. Yeah, yeah. This. These are pie in the face game, um, bets. Possible bets, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we've got that picked. Ray and Brian are on the Bucks side. Me and Bezzy are on the Falcons side. Uh, and then we can. You get, I think this is a good spot to, to to bring in one of our two more. Just do two more, do and two then more. we'll because we have two other segments we're introducing, right? There's just two total. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do it. We'll do two more games, and you then we'll, then and then we'll do the segment. Then I'll be quiet. All okay. right. So next up, we got the Raiders versus the uh, Chicago Bears. Raiders are minus one and a half. The over under is thirty eight and a half. Money lines minus one thirty, and Chicago Bears plus one ten. Wow, another rough game <sighs> to pick here. The Raiders are becoming like my favorite team to watch on Sundays right really? now. It's so funny. Like, I'm sorry, babe. She like she's she hates the Raiders. She hates them so much. But uh, they're, yeah, they're. I like them. I like what's going on. Who's over their there. starting quarterback this week? Doesn't matter. It's Brian Hoyer. <laughs> well, I, and actually, like, um, it, it hasn't mattered. Okay, but but it is Brian Hoyer for sure. Like, honestly, they've been going they, back and like, forth. Like they could have won that Chargers game too, even with Aiden O'Connell yeah. having some of the like the folliest follies that we've seen in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Man, those are going to stick with me. Those fumbles—they were—they were pretty fun. I laughed out loud when they happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Brian Hoyer is going to start today. He's a solid quarterback. I mean, Brian Hoyer, Jimmy Garoppolo. Seriously, who like? I'm taking I mean, Jimmy. You're going to take but, Jimmy, yeah, but it's, it's like not a huge difference. Yeah, I get what's you. The, I get you. Right? And honestly, based on what I've seen from Jimmy, I—it could be better. Jimmy's been bad. Well, and I will say that Hoyer over the years, like he's been willing to throw the ball. 
and Devonte Adams is the squeaky wheel this yeah, week. Yeah, I agree. So I'm I happy think about Devontae it. Adams is going to get peppered with targets. Yeah. Uh, you know, might not so all too. be good because it is Brian Hoyer, but he is still going to get what? Where do he set the line at? Thirteen plus. 13 for targets, 14? I See, I wouldn't go that high only because I don't think the Bears are going to be competitive enough throughout the game. Because I think Josh Jacobs is also going to get um, a, mm-hmm. a large chunk. Um, they have been getting Michael Mayer more involved. Yeah, they have. Uh, and they're having success. That's the thing is they're having success with some of these other pieces on the offense. So I don't think they have to throw Devontae the ball that many times. But I would expect 10. It's just that by the time he has 10 targets, he could have eight catches for 150 yards and two scores. And at that point, you know, and like they're and they're not going to be able to stop Jacobs either. I I don't think they're going to the Bears going to be able to stop anything the Raiders want to do today. I really don't like I think Brian Hoyer is an excellent start in tournament lineups for DFS today. Wow! All right, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Well, I. I mean, like that's a tournament lineups. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. You're you're looking for find these like yeah, like because Brian Hoyer could throw three or four touchdowns today, and who would expect that? Right. But he's yeah, Devontae Adams. You'd get him at a very low ownership percentage and uh, really have a great shot. And also on the other side, like DJ Moore should still have a pretty big game today. Who is the the quarterback? And the reason I say that. Is uh, good old Bilbo Badgins. Ah, yes. <laughs> it's so funny. So, um, a couple of things about this game uh, that people should know, need to know. Dante Foreman is going to have a monster game, too. The Raiders have been susceptible um, to uh, rushing, good rushing attacks. Um, the Bears have been pretty decent on the ground. And Foreman's going to get all the work. There's no Roshan Johnson yeah. today because of the uh, concussion still, which is scary a yeah, little bit. That means it was because, a bad one. It, yeah, it was a really bad one because he got he got hurt on a Thursday night. Then he's been off two weeks since then. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's it's not not good, scary. Um, anyway, um, then their other running back, uh, they've got they're supposed to have Travis Homer back today. And I'd be uh, more excited about him than the guy I'm about to talk to talk about, which is Darrington Evans. Uh, he was the first guy to touch the ball out of the backfield last week. That's why I'm bringing him up. Okay. So they obviously like him, but he was also the running back who missed the blitz pickup that caused uh, Badgins or Pageant, whatever his name is, to fumble. And uh, where the I, I think it was the fumble where the the Vikings scored the defensive touchdown, like it was almost immediately you, after yeah. he came in. Um, so he won't, and then he didn't see the field again after that. He missed like they did not bring him in the rest of the game. Foreman got every touch after that. So I would like Dante Foreman um, still kind of low on people's radars as terms of like options of guys mm-hmm. that you would want to yeah, ride yeah. with this week. I don't think so. I think he's a monster play. Um, and by monster play for him, you're talking like a solid wide uh, running back too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which yes, would be. Yes. Which is a monster play off the, for, off for the him, waiver yeah. wire. I mean, to, to yeah. pick him up and start him off the waiver wire to get a running back two production with upside of running back one if he scores. Right. I'm saying running back two without a score because he's going to get the ball in the passing game too. He's going to catch the ball. And the good the thing that you like about this quarterback the Bears are going to play is he's not afraid. 
He went to uh, apparently went to the coaching staff this week and said, "Don't change the game plan. I can <laughs> uh, like just you don't change anything because of me. Don't dumb anything down because of me." And, All right, and it's like, and you like that kind of confidence, absolutely. And like, and he wasn't afraid to throw the ball up. And the guy that he was looking for to bring this all the way around was DJ Moore. Oh, like real quick, he was right. uh, very quick to look for DJ Moore. So he's a smart kid. <laughs> so another sloppy game with a lot of points is what Ken's predicting. I, and uh, yeah, I can definitely see it going. I don't that know about way. a lot of points because the Raiders' defense is pretty solid. I just still think that you shouldn't be afraid to start DJ Moore just because you get you're not you don't have Justin Fields. So if you were like going to sit DJ Moore because of that, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, this could be an ugly game, but I, I will take the Raiders. I feel like they're playing better right now. But uh, yeah, I like not, not a game I feel great about picking. I I do. I actually feel strongly yeah. about picking the Raiders in this game. Who trusts the Chicago Bears right now? Anyway, right? <laughs> Agreed. Next up. We have the Cleveland Browns versus the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Cleveland Browns minus three and a half, over under 39 and a half. Money lines at minus 185 and plus 154 if you're betting on the Colts. Did you see Miles Garrett toss Trent Williams last week? No, I didn't see that. Tossed. <laughs> Hall of Fame left tackle Trent Williams. Oh, dude. Got, yeah, he, like, he got. Garrett's a badass. He man. is, and that's and Trent Williams was giving him all the flowers. You know, like they were they were they were dapping it up during the game, talking to each other and stuff like that. And then after the game, he's like, "Yeah, they got a Hall of Fame rusher over there in '95." And yeah, Miles Garrett is the mm-hmm. is the real deal. And no doubt. <clears throat> I think that that's the the story of the Cleveland Browns right now is that defense is so 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 good. They're they're on yes. a historic pace right now, actually. In terms of uh, yards allowed, um, overall or rushing? Overall, okay. Overall yards allowed. They're on a on a pace that nobody's been on in like forty years. Nice. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty insane. Um, and, and they get uh, Deshaun Watson back this week, they, so he, he's uh, he's going to be one of our late updates, right? Um, the nine I, o'clock update. Yeah, the last time the la- I checked this morning before I came over here and. It, the last thing I saw was he's trending in the right direction. Well, spoiler alert, he's playing. Okay, yeah, and that's good. That's yeah. great news. And that that makes this an easy game to pick for me. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, because of that, like, you like Amari Cooper. Start yep. Amari Cooper. Um, you like, uh, actually, you like Might David, even be able to start David Elijah Moore. Joku today is, okay. is kind of a sleepy tight end. He's been, like, disappointing so far this yeah, season. Yeah. But uh, the Colts are not great against tight ends. Um and they've all, but Mari Cooper, oh man, the Colts have been awful against wide receiver ones. So Deshaun oh. Deshaun Watson's going to play, and Mari Cooper should be in everybody's DFS lineup. I'm actually mm. going to check that right now. Okay, sorry, uh, asking for a friend here. Like, so would you say Amari Cooper or like? Um, I'd be willing to take a pie in the face for Amari Cooper versus like just about everybody today. Uh, Devonte Smith. Yep, I oh, would. I would, you? I would do that. I would take Amari Cooper over Devontae Smith for sure, especially after they just added Julio and said that he's going to play today. Julio. I, they add, on, they added Julio, and he's at, been activated for today. Julio, I hear you, but... I'm just, he's going to get the ball. All right. More than three times? Enough that it's going to irritate Devontae Smith managers. Hmm. I don't know. I find that hard to believe, but... Because Devontae we'll Smith's been the... He's been the underwhelming part of their offense. Yeah. And that's why they brought A.J. Brown in. 
uh, Julio. Or yeah. Julio Jones. Yeah. Julio Jones in. All right. Yeah, AJ. Well, I mean, AJ. I, I, I think I had like a Freudian slip there because AJ Brown had a lot to do with Julio Jones coming in. I guess had a lot to do with coming. Oh, in, yeah, okay. Him going to Tennessee apparently also because they're like their buddies. Hmm. Um. Okay. So I mean, we're. I mean, well, I'm definitely taking the Browns here. I, this is a game I feel strongly about. Like Jerome I, Ford. I would be betting on this game. Jerome. I don't know if I bet on Jerome Ford, but I definitely bet on this game. Uh, I like Jerome Ford a lot. I like what I've seen. What about I, Taylor on the other side? Uh, both indie running backs ha- have actually looked really good. And you know what's really Against annoying? this Cleveland defense, though. I don't like either of them today. Um, I, it's, it's really interesting. Like Jonathan Taylor is enough of a physical talent that this could be the game where, like, the Colts get back to using him more than Zach Moss because they've been splitting time and doing the same things uh, where it's just like they're giving Jonathan and Taylor a break, but they're asking yeah. Zach Moss to do the exact same things that they're asking Taylor to do. And if, when they try to do that today, there's going to be a difference, difference yeah. when they ask Jonathan Taylor to do it than when they ask Zach Moss to do it. And, and, and honestly, so, to me, it feels like they've just been easing him back in. It's I agree. like, you know what I mean? I it's like, okay, here's 25%. And here's that's 50%. why I say, t- yeah. Right. And last week, giving him like 50 ish percent, I was like, well, Zach Moss still looks really good. So, like, why, why, why are we taking him off the field? And I think today is going to be like, oh, yeah, this is why. Yeah. You now know? it's 60 40. Like, you're going to see, yeah. like, they're going to, they're going to see Zach Moss get the same exact carry, the same exact situation as Jonathan Taylor and get negative yards, whereas Jonathan Taylor makes the guy miss in the backfield and gets gets positive yards and you know they score points on a drive versus not score points something something like that i can see that happening and that's what we're waiting for is for jonathan taylor to just kick zach moss back out the door <laughs> and i think today that can happen all right so uh browns here browns there oh, yeah. browns browns everywhere browns everywhere all right um, all right <laughs> uh, last thing i wanted to say is on the colt side is uh josh downs has been the dude uh he's been awesome um, so they've been keep him really, on your bench for the they've future. been really close like he was just he he um he would have had to make a great catch but like he almost scored last week so right. actually I did, he might have scored i think he almost scored twice that's what it was he did score once he almost scored twice okay so i think right now is a good time for uh, introduce a new segment why don't you take it away ken all right everybody we are in the heart of bye week season and there's and you know we're six weeks in there's a ton of injuries we need some hero players we need some guys to step up right we need like you're looking for guys on the you're looking at waiver wire dudes and you're you're deciding between bad options so we're going to give you some some options that might be on your waiver wire that we like uh and we're going to call these our hero players okay so we're going to do these uh you know week in week out trying to give you some guys that might be on the waiver wire uh, at quarterback, for me, I've got Baker Mayfield. Um, I, I, um, like I said, I think the Falcons are going to be able to score points. I think the um, the Buccaneers are going to struggle to run the football because they have this year, and Baker's going to have to throw the ball 40-ish times. Uh, so I think he's actually an excellent start off the waiver wire if you're struggling at quarterback. Um, my running back uh, is going to be Daryl Henderson. Uh, could, he, could it be more of a hero to come, you know, wow. to drop the Cheeto bag 
to, you know, change his jeans into into tights and and put on the pads and save your day against the Steelers today. But I think he's going to. Wow. I actually think he's going to have some success. Um, At wide receiver, in the same game, revenge game situation, I actually like Allen Robinson. He's been playing almost 90% of the snaps for the Steelers, and in the last couple games he's had eight-plus targets, and he's been worthy of a flex start. And that's what we're talking about here with these guys is – it's not like somebody who's going to save your season by like coming in and being a wide receiver two, wide receiver one, running back one or two. Somebody who's going to save your season by like a match you might have lost by five points, and instead of starting a dud, you get a guy in yeah. there that's going to guarantee you something like eight to ten to twelve points somewhere in there. And I and it's like it's as unsexy as that is. Allen Robinson's going to get you somewhere between nine and twelve points today. I think. I I think. And then at tight end, a guy that I'm really like growing on, and I'm really, and I mean, me personally, I really need this guy to turn into something is Michael Mayer for the Raiders. <laughs> um, if you uh, remember that, like Josh, Dan- Josh McDaniels is a guy who likes to run his offense through the tight end, um, and he's been getting more and more playing time, and uh, he looks really good with the ball in his hands, which is a big deal for tight ends. And right. that's my list. What do you got, Brian? All right. Well. Um- I definitely feel like you're digging a little deeper than I am on a couple of those names there because, man, I, I would feel a little. These are all dirty guys. You, those, we, yeah. They're all all the guys we're listing are dirty. So like mine might be a little dirtier yes. than, than his, but his have dirt on them too. Um, and, and we'll start off with uh, Geno Smith at quarterback. Um, I, I think uh, Geno ha- is going to have a good day just because. The, I mean, I think Seattle's going to roll today. So I hope uh, Gino's able to score a touchdown or two early before it really gets out of hand. But either way, I don't see Gino having a bad day. Um, and he's somebody I'm picking up of, off the uh, waiver wire and starting with confidence. Uh, actually, have him in two spots in my league. So I am putting my money where my mouth is. Um, my next advice is for basically for the McCaffrey owners out there. Um, because uh, McCaffrey plays on Monday night, it makes this decision a little bit hard. But uh, if you're a McCaffrey owner, you should definitely have gone hard after uh, Elijah Mitchell this week. Uh, And he could be the hero saving your week this week if you did. Um, And if not, then, um, you know, I I really feel like it's looking like McCaffrey might play now. And so I'll tell you a strategy that I'm personally doing this week is I have Mason on my bench. And uh, I'm counting on McCaffrey playing. But if he doesn't, I've got uh, Mason to come in and be my hero and rescue me um, from from disaster. So hopefully that helps you out on that. Uh, wide receiver, uh, I think Josh Palmer uh, from the Chargers. Um, I, I, he's been getting work. Uh, he's solid, um, and he's he's on and off waiver wires. Uh, he's just one of those players, but um, he's one of those guys, especially in the bye week hell this week, that you can really pick up and play with confidence, I think. Um, and then at a uh, tight end, I was deciding between two, but, uh, uh, Ken took mayor. So I guess I'll take the other one. Uh, and that's going to be Musgrave this week. Um, I like him too. Yeah. Musgrave's got a, a really good matchup. You this and I could have traded and I'd have been happy with, the uh, I would have been fine with the yeah. two. Yeah. So, and, and that's very matchup based this week. And, uh, a lot of these guys were, were giving you like, these aren't guys to save your season, but hopefully they save your week. You know what I mean? Like. If they can save you this week, then maybe that will save your season in the long run. So good luck with it. Um, I think if you guys don't mind, we can roll right into injury report. I think it's about that time. Yeah, it is about. That's a great time for injuries. All right. 
Yeah, I've been seeing a couple as uh, as we go here, but uh, let me just sum up real quick. Okay, D Deshaun Watson, as we uh, talked about earlier, he is in. Um, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, and Jimmy Garoppolo, we all talked about earlier as being out, and they are confirmed out. Um, running back, uh, Kareem Hunt is actually in, which is kind of a little bit surprising. Uh, Craig Reynolds was a last minute in as well. Um, so those are two that, you know, you might actually be able to plug and play this week. Like, uh, I wouldn't get those play guys Kareem into Hunt. some, uh, like those are flex players that you might like, didn't think was an option and that you might be able to get in now. Yeah. I, I would not play Kareem Hunt. I Fair. think, um, that he got more work last week because of who they were playing against, uh, like the 49ers being a tough bruising team, and the fact that Jerome Ford was still coming off an injury. But they really like him, and if you watch the game, Ford was electric, and he was a like a big part of their um, the drive where they you know scored the game-winning points. Okay. Um, had I think it was uh, had three carries of more than ten yards against the 49ers. Um, I like him a lot. So you don't like, think Hunt is a one B? You think he's uh, very no, much the number he's two. A two? He's a number okay. two. Okay, that's that's something to to note because that's, a lot of people are uh, waffling in between there, and I, I was one of them, or am one of them. Okay, uh, David Montgomery is out. Rushon Johnson is out again. We talked about that. Uh, Aaron Jones, we expect him to play. We don't know for sure, but uh, he's four o'clock game. We expect him to play. Charbonnet is questionable. Uh, everything I've seen expects him to be out. Uh, Jeff Wilson looks like he's going to play, but yeah, I'd, I'd be real hesitant to play him this week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is a true questionable, a true game time decision. Yay. Uh, and <laughs> Kyron Williams placed on IR. Yep. Um, you know who else went on IR was uh, Fryermuth. Yeah, yeah. Pat Fryermuth that. on IR. That's that, 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 like, that was, uh, that was a surprise. A, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I picked him up in one league. Like, oh, he's back, and then oh, I crap. did too. <laughs> yeah, that exact same thing happened to me. I was excited to start him, and then yeah. IR. What? What? Yep. Uh, real quick, Alec Pierce is in. If you care, Juju Smith, uh, Juju's out. Debo's out. Justin Watson's out. Uh, DK Metcalf, another true game time decision. Um, I just today could be the day for JSN. Yeah, I was just going to say this that, that I think you that's the the guy that you need to be looking at this week. Uh, tied end Hunter Henry is a surprise in, so he's playing. So if you need that, if you're desperate for tight end, oh yeah, this is the desperate. But uh, just in case you need him, he's out there, and yeah, the Muth is on IR. All right, that sums up our injuries. Uh, if I didn't go over something that you're wondering about, uh, an injury. Uh, and or if you guys are just looking at a start sit decision, uh, please let us know. Like we're we're always willing to answer questions and we're here to help. All right. I think we're ready to move on to the game of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so game of the week. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the L.A. Rams. Pittsburgh's at plus three and a half uh, over unders at 44 plus 154. If you're betting on the Steelers and minus 185, if you're betting on the Rams. All right. So we've talked about this one a little bit. Um, you know, Rams are favored at home. Uh, Pittsburgh is is traveling across the country, um, and we don't usually do well with that. So that that's definitely something to keep in mind. Um, I will say we're coming off a bye, though, and I really like Tomlin getting this team back under control after a bye. 
Um, I feel that's a, uh, that's a big possibility here. Um, I like my Steelers. I'm going to take them with uh, somewhat confidence. Confidence. I'm very, I, I, I am worried here. Um, it's a rough game, but uh, I think the Steelers end up stealing another one here. What? <clears throat> Um, and, and then fantasy-wise, uh, Deontay Johnson's back. Um, I wouldn't be scared to put him in the lineup as a wide receiver three. Uh, three or a flex, I think you can put him in. Um, we were talking about Jalen Warren versus Najee Harris earlier. Um, I think we'll probably lean Warren right now at this point. He's getting the more valuable touches. Uh, I think Najee's probably like still 55%, but uh, Warren's getting the, the more valuable touches, uh, the catches, and the uh, the two-minute drill work mm -hmm. so that that's definitely important the ppr valuable stuff is going to jalen yeah. warren so if if you don't expect either of them to score you kind of just expect warren to have more yeah. points um my big question is pickens uh is uh pickens this week like is is he like he's been actually pretty valuable for the last the two to three weeks have been better against smaller slot receivers and worse against the bigger receivers and it's funny actually so have the steelers <laughs> uh, so both of these teams ha have that problem. Um, so, yeah, I, I expect Pickens to have a decent day. Uh, and then on the other side, I still expect Puka and uh, Cooper Cup to have big days, too. Yeah. And they're definitely going to be going to him because that running game is a mess. I mean, is there any anyone in that running game that you're willing to start? Or is it just not I mean, now? I, I can't. I mean, I mean, like I said, Henderson. I If I was going to start one of the three, it would be Henderson. And I do expect one of them to have success. I do. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, what, what would you consider success? Like, I, I'm thinking the best that one of them is going to do I would is say, I would expect one 50 of them yards to have, and a touchdown. I was going to say 70 yards and a touchdown. Okay. Like, t 70 total yards and a touchdown. We're talking, like, 45 to 50 yards on the ground, 20 to 25 yards receiving, and a touchdown. So, a one and a two because and a half I, and shot the reason of is that because being the ceiling. they've been scoring <laughs> on the ground. And I yeah. do think they will score against the Steelers today. Um, they, when they get in close, they have been good at scoring on the ground. Gotcha. So right. I picked up Henderson on on our. He did. Our, and our, I think that's the right call of the three. And the and and uh, the reason for that is I feel like he's he's going to be out there competing for a starting role. Like, and he has that in his head. And so I went ahead and just picked him up. And now I just I just talking about it, I just remember to start him. So I just started him right now. Uh, right. I don't really have great running backs anyway in that league anyway other than Swift, so, you know. Well, you have Montgomery, but he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that, that made it easy to pick him yeah, up. Yeah, you'll be fine Because I could move him to yeah. IR and just pick him up. So it was, like, perfect play for me. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. I think uh, they're waiting for that game to just open up. They're at home, and um, the, it's going to happen to somebody. <laughs> they've got what one or two games now with cup in the mix it's they're gonna start connecting um might as well be the pittsburgh steelers Man. um <laughs> ken who are you picking on this game i am also gonna take the steelers yes uh, give me my lone wolf game with your <laughs> yeah with your boys well i mean uh, you and bezzy yeah as much as we love bezzy we we don't we don't put him in the lone wolf uh category <laughs> Sorry, Bezzy. Maybe he next season. He doesn't season. count against yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's on track to be needing to, to count, you know? Mm hmm Like, mm -hmm. he continues to pick games like this, and next year, he absolutely, he will count. 
So uh, we'll but, have to actually we'll have to get him in uh, on a on the podcast. We'll, yeah, we'll put to, him on Discord or something, yeah. and we'll have we'll, we'll remote him in somehow. Yeah, get him in remotely. Uh, next up, we have Cardinals versus the Seahawks. Uh, Cardinals plus nine and a half, the over under forty four, plus three sixty if you're betting on the Cardinals, minus four seventy if you're betting on the Seahawks. Yeah, I I see this as a blowout. Um, I, I know the Cardinals have been playing hard and whatnot, but it just feels like Seattle's starting to come together. Uh, Ken Walker is an absolute beast. Beast. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, though you've you've got those receivers. Uh, you've got uh, Geno playing decently, not quite what he was last year, I guess, so far. But I, th- I think he's he's good. And uh, yeah, now we get to see what JSN can do. Um, I think this might be um, an interesting week for him. Um, especially if DK sits, he, he is a game time decision, but you got to figure, even if he is a game time decision, are they really going to be wanting to push him? Well, what is it? A hamstring? Do you know for sure? I'm sorry for, for DK. Um, he's got a couple of different injuries, is, but I think it's upper body. I don't, okay. it's hip. Actually, it's his hip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So he, like he finished the game. It's, it's interesting. I, I, they might sit him because of how their schedule works out. Um, let, me, let me double double check that real quick. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a game time decision though. So yeah. like, uh, you can't sit him. <laughs> it's 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 tough, right? Like you can't sit him. Uh, I and and I wouldn't. I would just expect I, him. That I, I guess that was just more. How is that going to affect uh, JSN? Is JSN just going to? Is he going to have his breakout game no matter what, I'm or only on if it. DK's on the I, bench? Like I'm just, I'm willing to bet on it in a tournament lineup for DFS because mm-hmm. it could happen today, and it's a really just it's he's cheap, um, and the the opponent is ripe, so. Um, right. I, like I, they've been getting him more involved um, lately, so I, I like JSN today. Actually, I do okay. a lot. And then Arizona side, you can't really start a running back, can you? And uh, then um, um, you don't want to, right? But you do want to start Hollywood. Hollywood's been doing great. Um, he, he's just he's been solid, and I don't think a lot of people realize how good he's been. And um, heads up, Kyler Murray's coming back soon. Yep. And Hollywood's going to get a lot better. One day window, I think. Yes, yes. Now they did say that I think he's going to sit out all twenty-one days and then yeah, come back after that's the that. Expectation. Yeah. So you're still waiting two or three weeks. Um, but, but yeah, I would but be, Hollywood if you have is Josh Dobbs. Sell him to some unexpected manager. Right. And in Dynasty, we're talking in redraft. There's no way anybody's buying Josh Dobbs. But in Dynasty, if you've been rolling with him, you know, and you, yeah. Yeah, trade him to somebody who doesn't know yet. <laughs> well, and I tell you what, man, Hollywood has been great so far. I really loved him, and he is just going to get better. With yeah, Kyler his ability back. to score touchdowns is going to go up. Yes, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm happy to have him. Yep, same. Um, yeah, I so to put a cherry on that DK situation, it would make sense for them to sit him this week because they don't really have. They're going to need him. Uh, they they play Cleveland afterwards, then they're at Baltimore, and then they play, play Washington uh, before they get to go uh, before they come to L.A. Actually, but uh, their their schedule is going to get rough. So um, this would be if they need a week to sit him down. This would be a good week to do it. All right. Okay. Next, Next. up, <clears throat> uh, we're all going Seahawks, right? I'm guessing. Yes. L.A. Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, 
And they're in Kansas City, which is a big deal. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on. I got what? What week is this? No, this is the correct week. Yeah. I refreshed the page. It's week and, seven. You're good. And uh, no, now you're I'm good, seeing then. different teams. Oh, now you're seeing something different. Yeah, that's not right. Oh, oh I'm looking. Oh, up you know, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, plus five and a half. Um, if you're betting on the Chargers, over under is forty eight. Uh, money lines plus two ten and minus two fifty eight. If you're betting on the Chiefs, man. This is going to be a interesting game right here. Actually, um, like so, this is the this game right here is projected to be a fantasy bonanza game. I don't. Right. I don't think so. I don't think so I, either. I've there's nothing I've seen out of the Chiefs that tells me that today they're going to score 38 points. But the Chargers have been pretty decent uh, on defense. They've been better than we expected them to be. Uh, Joey Bosa's healthy. Um, so I, uh, I actually think this is going to be a, a hugely disappointing game fantasy wise. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the most notable thing, uh, f- for me in this game is that Josh Palmer is clearly the guy that you wanted. If you were, um, wondering if it was going to be like Josh Palmer or if they were going to start to get Quentin Johnson involved, right, right. Quentin Johnson actually played less snaps after the bye week than before. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that tells you a lot. <laughs> tells you a lot. And then after, you know, being the, the target on that uh, last play of the game where uh, Herbert got picked off by mm-hmm. Gilmore. Um, yeah, so people are probably not very happy with him right now. Also in that game, Deron Bland dropped two interceptions. He was close. Like nah. he's, he's playing so good. He's, I'm, I'm so happy for that guy. It's awesome. And our defense in general, just the future of the defense. Because, like, we're lucky to have Gilmore right now. And then they get, you know, when Diggs comes back, they'll have Diggs and Deron Bland. And, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Be good again. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I see this game. I, it really feels like this game depends on the Chargers offense. If the Chargers offense can score. get going and, and start scoring, I think this Chiefs will be will that high score. score. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, but, I, but the Chiefs aren't like, it's weird. They're not like just blowing the doors off people. Because they don't have to. Exactly. Because their defense has exactly. been so good, they don't need to. Um, so if they need to today, I think they can do it. So I, I really think it, it depends on that. that I, char- I agree. The Charger I totally offense. agree. And I just don't think the Chargers are going to be able to do it. I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. Because um, I, I think that the, the Chiefs defense is playing better right now than the Cowboys defense has been playing. Mm-hmm. And they're going into Kansas City where they already don't really play very well. It's a later game. So they're going to, like, as the game goes on, it's going to get cold. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I really don't give the Chargers much of a chance. To, yeah, to freaking Chargers, game. though, man. They, they they lose the games they should win and win the games they, they do. should lose. And if I think if they were at home, <laughs> I'd pick them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very close one for me to pick here. Um, you know, not a lot. There's nothing to say about Kansas City. You know the deal. Rashid Rice is the only wide receiver that you can even think about starting. Um, and then, But you can definitely start Kelsey. Uh, and then, of course, Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, Kelsey so. could score three times today. Like, if yeah. the, like if the Chargers force the Chiefs to score points, yeah, the guys that you're going to want to have are going to be Kelsey and McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, like, but it, Pache- like Pacheco looks awesome, but he is like the biggest like fantasy tease that we've had <laughs> in, in a long time. Yeah, because like he gets catches and he gets an, a, a decent amount of carries and he puts up yards. 
but then they send them to the sideline when they get inside the 15. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Uh, I feel like this is, I don't know. Uh, it, it feels like a, a tough game. I think it's going to be close. I, I think it's going to be 27 24, something like that. Uh, but give me the Chiefs. I was going to say 17, 27 17, something like that. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't. Um, I don't think I can't see the Chargers really threatening to win this game today. I don't see that. So uh, we're all going Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. I think. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are just another class above the Chargers right now. Okay. Next up, we have uh, Green Bay Packers versus the Denver Broncos. Minus one for the Packers. Over under is forty four. Minus one twenty is the money line. Plus one hundred if you're betting on the Broncos. The Denver Broncos. Yeah, nobody's betting on the Broncos right now. It's pretty sad. Well, they've looked so bad. I mean, they, they make it really uh, tough. Um, so that basically, Thursday game was game. ugly. Yeah. Ugly. All Denver's games have been ugly this year. I mean, they they haven't looked good. They actually, the first couple of weeks, they had spurts where they they looked decent, you know, and they were able to put a couple drives together. And it's like, oh, there's the Sean Payton offense. Yeah. Okay, maybe the, you know, like they're like a sputtering engine, you know, but it just like, no, it turns out there's something really wrong with it. We <laughs> really got to take it to the shop and <laughs> get this thing worked yeah. out. Like it's not going to get better this year. I, I really don't think it's uh, it's ugly. And it's so disappointing as somebody who's invested in so many places in Javante Williams. And like I, we have on our, you know, our pie list here, We've got Rashad White versus Javante Williams, mm-hmm. and I'm on the Rashad White side of it, and that, and that feels awful. They're both on like they're both on my roster in my league of record and uh, and our league of record, and I just I can't like I can't justify starting Javante Williams at this point. I can't can't do it. Yeah, I, it's definitely scary, um, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I am doing I, it this week. Like it, it's the same to me. It's the same situation that you have going on with Pittsburgh. Where you've got Najee and uh, McLaughlin. Yeah, me, Najee but I, th- and, I think this uh, one's more clear Warren. cut. This and is definitely 60, 40, 70, 30. No, it's not. No, it is not. And I, they're like, and they're even like Javante lead. Uh, Javante led in third down. Um, I think third down snaps by one, but I think he was behind in uh, red zone snaps and uh, he's behind in targets. So. It, to me, it's this, it, it is almost exactly the same situation as what you got going on at Pittsburgh, where like Javante should be the guy. Mm-hmm. Everything that you see, like if you're just stand the players next to each other and you're like, okay, you run this drill and you run this drill and do that for the like, like it's the combine. You're obviously taking Najee over yeah. Jalen Warren and you're obviously taking Javante Williams over Jaleel McLaughlin. But when you put them in their offenses and make them play against other NFL players, for some reason, the player you would not take first is producing at a more efficient level yeah. than than um, the first guy. So that's that's why I say to me it's the same. And also, there's a, there's a close enough of a split that it's really causing a problem. Because yeah. like if it was an 80-20 split, 75-25 split, right. we wouldn't be having these issues with these guys. Well, and like I say, we predicted, you know, at the beginning of the season that Javante is uh, going to start warming up around mid to late season. So, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him to uh, to start 
producing a bit more as we I go hope, here, and uh, this could be the first week that it happens. Right. I hope you're right. Um, Please be right for multiple right? weeks. For me. Uh, Green Bay side, uh, you could start Jordan Love if you oh, actually Jones had to. Aaron Jones is back. I would definitely start Aaron I actually, Jones, Bench Dylan. Yeah, I think I actually think the Packers are going to smash today. Uh, I think Chris, Christian Watson coming back is going to be a key to this game. I, I, I see Christian Watson having a good game. They've all been banged up, honestly. The the Packers always have problems on their offensive line. Like they lost, mm. you know, their perennial injured reserve left tackle to injured reserve. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, but Dobbs has been hurt. He's missed time. Watson's been hurt. He's missed time. Aaron Jones has been hurt. He's missed time. They're all going to play today. They're all like, I don't think any of them have any injury designations today. Mm-hmm. I think they're clear. So um, I think the Packers offense is going to roll today. Watch out for Christian Watson. Yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay. I think, yeah. And again, like we were talking about Brian Hoyer, I think Jordan Love is another sneaky play in DFS. Yeah, like, definitely he's could gonna be. have a big day. It's, it's hard to predict exactly if it's going to be with Dobbs or, or with Watson. Or with Musgrave, or with just Aaron Jones, right. could have an Aaron Jones four touchdown day. We get one every year. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. And Denver is worst the worst team in the league against running backs. So let's just you know, so everybody knows Aaron Jones could be could piss a lot of people off in fantasy football today. Because there's not going to be a lot of people playing him in DFS. I don't think. Yeah, you're right. And about he's still that. expensive. Yeah. He's still like you know. Six thousand like, something, almost seven. I think. Oh wow! Yeah. Next up, we got Philadelphia Eagles versus Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins is plus three. Over under is at fifty two and a half. Plus one twenty four if you're betting on the Dolphins, and minus one forty eight if you're betting on the Eagles. What a fun game this is going to be! Oh man. And and you can't put this one in the fantasy bonanza, right? Because it's the afternoon game. Right. This is the evening game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This the is evening the game. That's what you meant. But. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So this is yeah. in DFS. Right, yeah. Because if it um, was, you'd be trying to stack it. <laughs> uh, we do we know if um, Tron Armstead is playing today? Do not know. Uh, Miami Dolphins left tackle. Because uh, today it's very important. Um, this is it, it's. What's the line? Who's who's favored in this game? The Eagles. By three. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's correct. Um, the like the Dol- the Dolphins got brutalized by the bills when armstead went out of the game like he he started the game they started that game up like 14 to 7 if you remember and they even had the ball again and were driving he got hurt and the game completely flipped so if toronto armstead is not going to play today like the Eagles' defensive line is going to give the Dolphins too many problems. I don't. I do not think the Dolphins will be able to overcome that. If he plays today, it's going to be a really good game. I don't think the Dolphins are going to have the same success that they've had against other teams on the ground today. They're going to have to do it through the air. But that's where the Eagles are hurt right now. The Eagles are missing a lot of pieces. They're missing uh, Blankenship. Uh, they're starting safety. Um, they're missing Roby, their nickel corner. Um, and then I think Darius Slay is going to play today, but he's been hurt. And her, a hurt corner is not what you want against the Dolphins. Uh, was Armstead <laughs> on IR before? He was not. He is now. Oh, but that's bad. Yeah. I, like, I'm picking the Eagles in this game, and I actually think the Eagles might just smash them. Ooh. Wow. 
Man, I came all I, I came in uh, you know, just ready to to gush on the dolphins and you know, that's that's a darn good point. Um uh, I'm gonna hope they figure that I'm gonna stick with my dolphins here, but I uh, I, I like your points and I'm not as confident as I was five minutes ago. So there Toronto is that. Said being on IR is bad. Yeah. Uh, can we look at when did he go on IR? That Friday. had to have been this week, right? Friday. Friday. Okay. And so, what's their their schedule coming up? I'd have to look it up. But uh, yeah, the Miami Dolphins schedule. Yeah, the yeah. Dolphins schedule. So fantasy wise, um, I mean, you've really got to start everybody for Miami. Um, running back is the only question. I think Mostert's the only running back you start. Um, I wouldn't want to mess with the others quite yet. Uh, of course, you're starting your receivers. Um, they got, they got. I'm sorry to interrupt. They no, got, you're fine. Um, they got the Eagles today. Patriots, Chiefs, Raiders, Jets, Commanders, Titans, Jets, Cowboys. Okay, um, uh, and we're really looking Ravens at the next four weeks. Bills. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, so you're I, heard, talking I heard Casey fantasies. in there. I didn't like that, but. Uh, yeah, I mean Miami's still going to do well, but uh, yeah, KC might not be a, as good a game as we thought. But I don't know. I think this is still going to be a good one. I, I and I think part of that is because Philly hasn't quite put things together. They haven't looked like the team they were last year. Um, they they've been winning, but they've been winning games close when they shouldn't. They shouldn't be close. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Miami here, and uh, and say they pull it out. They just keep stealing possessions, man. If you can stop them from stealing those possessions, I think you got it's, a really good shot. It's the Eagles' defensive line. It's the their defensive line and their offensive line is really what's getting it done for them. Um, their ability, their ability to run the ball, their ability to convert on um, third and fourth and short, um, and they have one of the best kickers in the game. So they just like you know once they get onto your side of the field, it's almost automatic that they're yeah. going to score points. The way that they lose is. With you know, if you have a situation like last week where Jalen Hurts gives the ball away, in a situation where like the Eagles should not have lost last week. If you, I don't know if you watch, did you watch that game? Uh, I think that was one of the red zone games. But um, so we don't. Uh, this is this is a great opportunity for me to have my Zach Wilson moment of the week. You know, because he's on bye, so we, oh. we're not really talking about him. Zach Wilson, he he outplayed Jalen Hurts in that game. Hmm. Okay. He did, and he's playing better every week. He has he's, been he's, playing he's better, playing, and the off he moved. They were moving the ball against the Eagles last week, and he was making plays with pressure in his face. He was taking hits. Like I thought, Jalen Jalen Hurts played worse under pressure last week than Zach Wilson did. Now, is it a, a coincidence that Zach Wilson has been playing better since Aaron Rodgers got back into the locker room? I don't think so. You think that Aaron Rodgers is coaching him up? Uh, calms him down, probably. Yeah, yeah. And they have they have a real a, a rapport where it's like yeah. real big brother, little brother. Yeah, and, definitely feels like that. Yeah, and I mean, let's like you know, that's the, you could take that as a negative. You know, I don't want my quarterback to need a big, you know, need a big, but you know what? To me, like, how many times have we seen guys like come back at age like thirty one? 32 after being getting washed out you know from their like top five pick wherever they yeah. wherever they were maybe wash out of two places or something like that and they figured it out like look at geno smith uh, that geno smith was you my know? perfect example right and now geno smith looks like a guy it's like why didn't they stick with him yeah why didn't they just write it out yeah and it's like somebody needs to do that at some point you got to stop just like 
flipping awesome like yeah. getting all and, and the thing is is you have all these bad contracts like a lot of fans don't know but you can go and look online and look at all the players that your teams are still paying mm-hmm. and like how many of these guys in the league are pulling down fucking multiple sorry multiple paychecks you know because they're still like getting paid from the team that they're beating on Sunday. <laughs> That's great. Like it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So stick just like write it out a little bit and let these guys figure it out. It's like there's a reason he was a number 2 overall quarterback. Yeah. Give him some time. Like someone's going to pay him. It might as well be you and like you're going to lose anyway. Hmm. All right. If you, if you decide to just go with somebody off the street, that's why those guys are on the street. Yo, to that point, I was watching Moneyball when when Justice tells him, "Oh, you're paying me X amount of dollars a year," you know, and he goes, "No, New York is paying yes. you X amount of dollars." <laughs> That's what they think them. of you. The, the Yankees <laughs> are paying you this much money to play against them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and like, and there's That's a lot of that. Point. There is a lot of that going on where these guys, the way that the payment structure is set out, like you, um, we hear about all the time, a uh, player gets cut. Uh, dead cap money, money owed to that player. And, you know, I think most people just think, you know, it's instant, like the, the team just paid him off. And it's like, no, that's going to be on the books for a while. That yeah. player has a paycheck, a guaranteed paycheck from this team that he's going to be competing against for, you know, however long he's got that's it. Funny. It is funny. It, it, it It's disgusting, kind of, when you really think about it. It really is. Like, because you would never hire somebody you know, like you would never hire somebody to go work somewhere else that is a competing business yeah. against yours. Like as like a Burger King, you would never hire somebody, pay them and go have them work at McDonald's. Slightly uh, different business. though. It's just, but it's basically the same premise. Uh, I don't know about that. I, it, it is. How do you figure? Like if you're going to pay a guy and then he's going to go work over there and, and work against you. Right, but that like the NFL is not a normal marketplace. I mean, come on, <laughs> this is a very different situation. I don't know, like it's uh, because of stuff like that. It has kind of turned into a normal marketplace. <laughs> so, um, are we all going Philly on this? I'm going to take Miami. He's going to stick with the Dolphins. He said. Okay, yeah. so there's Brian's lone wolf. That, that's not it. a bad place to be. Yeah, lone like wolf with the Dolphins with the good old Mike McDaniel and Air Force Ones. <laughs> So, with that, um, why don't we go ahead and introduce the next segment? Oh, yeah. And this one's going to be a one-off, guys. These are uh, – we've, we've talked about it at this point. There's players that just shouldn't be on the on the waiver wire. These are guys that you can just feel safe with. Like, you really don't – shouldn't have shouldn't worry about it. If you're really struggling in, like, at the quarterback position, at the tight end position, or at flex every week. So, here's some guys. I got – at quarterback, I've got um, – you know, I think I, yeah, at quarterback I've got Sam Howell. Okay. Uh, he's just he's producing every week. He's had one the one dud against the Bills, um, but that was that game was in the rain, and I think I I was like I I remember talking about that one beforehand, making joke like I think I think I brought up the Tony Romo game, where he threw five interceptions against the Bills and they but they still won. But anyway, it, they didn't come close to winning that game against the Bills for the Commanders. At running back, we talked about him, Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren's given you a baseline of like nine points a game and he hasn't scored yet. So like he's going to score. He's somebody that it's on your waiver wire on your waiver wire and you're struggling every week. You should definitely pick him up and just put him in. Just close your eyes and put him in. Um, another guy just like that is Curtis Samuel. It's he's just uh, he's a focal point of their offense. 
when they get in when they get into spots where they need a couple yards and when they get in the red zone they want to score they're looking to get him the ball um and then at tight end Johnu Smith just getting it done every staying single week solid, huh? he's staying solid every <clears throat> single week and he scored last week in the red zone so yeah those are my guys what do you got Brian all right um and I'll, I'll tell you my guys are a little bit more these aren't guys that are probably on your waiver wire but if they are go grab them right now and if you if you did grab them off the waiver wire a week or two ago then i think you should be starting them with confidence um so these are basically give you a little bit more confidence for your waiver wire people uh and the first one is cj stroud uh i think the houston offense is better than everybody thought they were going to be uh stroud is putting up some pretty consistent numbers uh, the last two weeks were a little bit down from his first f- uh, four or five or four, but um, still, take the, take Stroud is—he's got talent and he's—he's he's gonna be sticking around in those top ten quarterbacks all year, I think. Um, next one is is kind of a uh, a bone or well, I don't know, Swift. I mean, obviously, uh, you, if you have him, you're starting him, I think, at this point. But this is somebody that you grabbed off the waiver wire and you need to be proud of. Like, oh my God! Like this, this. If you got this guy off the waiver wire, this could be one of the guys and, that's uh, bringing you to a title. Because you might be like weary of his production and be and be thinking, you know, should I trade him? Should I not trade him? And I, I wouldn't be looking to do that. He's no. an RB one, RB two the rest of the way, as long as he doesn't get hurt. They said in Philly that they were going to ride the hot hand, uh, and, and he his hand been has hot. been hot. It's yeah. been hot. Yeah. Agreed. Um, at receiver, Nico Collins. Um, you know, a lot of people just don't know who he is. Uh, a lot of casual players just don't even know him. But he's the number one wide receiver in Houston, and um, and he's looking good doing it. Like, he's going to have some really good weeks. Uh, keep him in your lineup as much as you can. And then um, at tight end, something that's kind of recently developed is uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is becoming a thing at tight end again. Uh, he's getting those those goal line carries. He's getting those trick plays. And now all of a sudden, he's getting targets. Not a lot, but four or five targets a game for somebody who's getting all that extra stuff as well. I am intrigued, um, and I'm picking up Taysom Hill and uh, keeping an eye on him to, to see. And, you know, start him in a pinch. All right, that last one I didn't agree with, but the first one I thought was great. <laughs> So next up, we got San Francisco 49ers versus the Minnesota Vikings. This is the Monday night game. Uh, 49ers are minus 7, over-unders at 44. Money line is minus 310 and plus 250 if you're betting on the Vikings. Yeah, who, who's betting on the Vikings in this one? Uh, Niners, Niners are going to smash, um, e- even if they don't have McCaffrey. Um, they which could is, be down Debo. They're, they're going to be down Debo, Debo for yes. sure. Debo for sure. McCaffrey is a game-time decision. Game time. decision. Brandon Ayuk is going to go to Jupiter. <laughs> Not even to the moon. He's going yeah. straight to Jupiter. Like, yeah. I think he's just going to destroy the Vikings on Monday night. Um, I think Kittle is an excellent play. Yep. Anytime, any, like, San Francisco over the last couple of years, we've got the, you know, the data on this. If one of their pass catchers is down, the other ones that we know about have monster days. Yep. Kyle Shanahan is just excellent at getting the ball in the hands of his playmakers. He just is. So um, the other guy I do want to bring up is Ronnie Bell. If you don't know who Ronnie Bell is, he's... Inform me. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he's the the youngster for the 49ers. I, I think this is his second year. Yeah, this is his second year. 
Um, he's kind of like uh, in the mold of Debo Samuel, he, but he's smaller. But he plays the game the same way. Hmm. Um, if Debo's going to miss time, I would expect him to be the guy to come up and get touches over Jawan Jennings. They love Jawan Jennings, but he's more of a blocker and kind of a, oh, you didn't expect him to get the ball on third and three, you know, kind of threat. Mm. Uh, whereas Ronnie Bell can do all of the things that, um, you know, Debo and Brandon Ayuk do. He can run the routes um, and uh, he's good with, really good with the ball in his hands. So uh, people should watch out for him. If right. Ronnie Bell has a big night on Monday night, don't be surprised. You Keep on your radar. Um, and as far as the Vikings side, is there anybody you want to start here? Um, I want to stay Addison, away from the past catchers, really. Addison, I, was, I have no actually, confidence Actually, to be honest in. with you, I was um, – I liked what they did with Addison. Um, I think that uh, the Brandon Powell thing was uh, nothing. I, I don't – I didn't see anything there in watching the game. But K.J. Osborne, um, Kirk was definitely looking for him on third down. And they were trying to attack – down the field with Addison. Addison did score again in that game. And I think that he's going to be the guy that they look to, to score with. It's going to be him and Hawkinson. Um, Hawkinson is right. not going to get off in this game. I don't think, I think if the Vikings are going to get anything going, it's going to have to be with Addison because the way Hawkinson and Osborne are, you know, the first 15 yards of, you know, I get, uh, I see what and, you're saying. But man, uh, I would not I was, want to start Addison if I, I could help. I it. liked what I saw from Addison. I was, okay. Uh, and let me check real quick to see. I, I actually um, hadn't looked this up. His uh, um, not route participation, but just his snap percentage. And he, yeah, he played a season high eighty six percent of the snaps last week, and and it's gone up. And he played seventy five percent of the snaps when um, uh, against Kansas City. So. I think that's going to continue. Um, I think he's uh, and he's he's got four touchdowns already. Yeah, and, and so he's like he's just a he, touchdown scoring touchdowns is a skill. Yeah, no Some it, players it, are just good at it, and he's like he's a guy that is going to score. Um, so he feels very boomer bust to me, and this feels like a bust week. When they had Justin Jefferson, I agreed with you. I agree with you, but after watching a full game of of their offense and what they're trying to do. Osborne is definitely going to get targets, but Addison is going to get the more valuable targets. All right. So Niners roll lousy Monday night game. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on who you're a fan of, you know, and I'll be enjoying it with a new baby. There you go. Congratulations on that, by the way, man, that's, that is pretty freaking cool. Yes. We're very excited about it. Yeah. I could imagine. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's time to move on to DFS. Right? Hold Absolutely. on. Before we move on to DFS, I just want to call this out real quick. Uh, so we have lost our number one spot. Ken has now gone down to 60 wins. So beating him right now is gridiron experts. Leo sells at 63. CBS sports. Jared Dubin at 62. And Mike Florio from NBC Sports at 61. Then he ties Jeremy Fowler at 60. Then he begins to beat Mike Clay, which I'm tied with. Uh, Fan duels uh, at 59. 
uh, Bill Bender from Sporting News at 59. And then we move on to the 58 correct picks um, where me and Ken are both beating John Breach. We're beating DraftKings. We're beating Doug Burl. We're, de- we're beating Pete Prisco. Uh, Tyler Sullivan from CBS Sports, Matt Bowen from ESPN. And then we have to come down to, let's see who Brian's beating. Brian's at 56 points. I'm improving, right? I'm improving. So he's beating CBS's Sports' Jamie Eisenberg, Will Will Brinson. Eric Moody from ESPN. He's beating Yahoo Sports, Ryan Wilson, and Pete Flutak. After that, you know, everybody else kind of isn't worth mentioning. You're just so far behind. Yeah, he's pretty down there. All, All right. DraftKings time. DraftKings time. How did we do last week? How did we do? Oh, man, you guys killed it with your DraftKings picks over here. We did got, you already enter the scores? Yeah, Brian had uh, one. No, Ken had 169.24. Brian had 150.66, and I'm still sort of maintaining my average at 131.44. My overall average is 134. Last year was 125, so I'm I'm doing better than last year. Um, averaging last year was 131.24 was Ken, and he's averaging this year at 125. All right, that was 110 last week, though. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And Brian at last year averaged 132, and this year he's averaging 146. Good job. All right. Uh, so I guess I'll go first, right? Sounds good. Um, let me get the. Okay. For my cash lineup today, I agree with Brian. Geno Smith is an excellent play today. And at $6,000, um, you know, looking for 3X, like, it's hard to believe that he won't get there. You're talking 200 yards and a touchdown. Yep. So he should blow right past that. At running back, to me, there's a couple of just really excellent plays today. Uh, and that's Josh Jacobs at 7,400 and Ken Walker the third at 7,000 um, against. Uh, uh, two of the just two of the worst defenses in the league against. Uh, you fit both of those in. I did. Nice. Yeah. Wait till you get. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I know what's coming. Uh, so, at receiver for fifty three hundred and how he's still fifty three hundred. I just don't. Hollywood. Get Hollywood Brown, and then to uh, stack with my quarterback and uh, you know complete the monster stack in this game. I've got Tyler Lockett. J- oh. That's for sure. You're yeah. for sure you're going JSN. In, in in my cash lineup, I'm going with Tyler Lockett. Okay, uh, but yeah, in, in my tournament tournament lineup, it's a little different. How much was um, Lockett? Six six thousand. Oh, okay. Um, at uh, eight thousand, I've got Amon or St. Brown to finish off my receivers. At tight end yeah. is where I'm saving a bunch of money, and I've got Michael Mayer putting my money where my mouth is. Um, playing against the Bears today. Um, I just like what's you know how they've been getting him involved. He's twenty seven hundred dollars on DraftKings, so we're talking two catches, and he and he makes his money for you. Um, then uh, in the flex for four thousand, this is actually crazier than Hollywood Brown for four thousand. Curtis Samuel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my defense this week is actually feels counterintuitive to how I kind of feel about the game, but the Buccaneers against the Falcons. And uh, while I think the Falcons are going to win the game, Desmond Ritter is going to put the ball 
uh, into dangerous spots. And the, the Buccaneers are kind of an opportunistic yeah. defense. They're a veteran defense that I think can take advantage of uh, the, the couple of mistakes that Ritter is bound to make today. For sure. All right. You want to go next? Or sure. So uh, I let myself be influenced by the conversation going on today, and I changed my lineup a little bit. And then I have another lineup to share with you guys. But first off, uh, Brian Hoyer, uh, just because, right. you know what, he's hella cheap and he's going to be starting. So he's going to get more than 1.9 projected points. Uh, Ford at 5,100. Uh, I Pacheco at 6,100. Adams at 8,200. Mm-hmm. Brown at 5,300, Cup at 9,500, nice. Mayer at 2,700, Samuel at 4,000 on my flex. I did that before you, you did your funny. call out. Okay. And uh, Bills for 4,200 because I just think that they're worth it this, this week. Now, my other cash game, let me preface this. Okay, the reason this is an experiment I'm doing. This was done, I guess you can say, by AI that did the most gave you it gives you the most projected points for the amount on your budget interesting and so this one is gino smith uh pacheco williams lockett which williams j j williams okay lockett london rice everett cup and the colts so snaking it back with the tournament lineup again i picked hoyer pacheco robinson jr Cooper, and then I got Cup. So A Cooper from Amari the Browns, That's yeah. a good one. Um, and then Cup, uh, London, nice. Njoku, Rice, and the Bills again. Wow, I think the Bills uh, are going to be a big payoff. Yeah, oh no, no, no. That's I, it. Should based yeah. on what's happened so far, the Bills should be the best defense that you can play. If you can pay for the Bills, they should be worth it today because they've been very, very good. And Mac McCorkle Jones has been very, very bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, for my cash lineup, I went ahead and uh, spent up in a few places. Well, first one being quarterback. I'm gonna go. Oh with... shit! I'm sorry. You, That's all right. I was gonna. I was going. It went like this. I was thinking my head went like this, and I so read you off. Haven't given your cash. No, no he okay. hasn't. Okay. Okay. All right. So my cash lineup. Um, I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes. I think he's very safe to get a bunch of points points this week. Um, I ran him naked though because who can afford Kelsey? Um. Running back, we were going with uh, Brian Robinson Jr. from uh, from the Commanders. I think he's going to have a good day today. Uh, Giants have been lousy against the run, and uh, I expect the uh, the Commanders to have a good day. Uh, Ken Walker is just an absolute smash at running back. My favorite running back play of the week, and seven thousand is way too cheap. Uh, Devonte Adams is our squeaky wheel, and I just expect him to get lots and lots of grease today. Uh, Hollywood is, you know, I think he was in all of our lineups, and there's a reason why. 5,300 is way too cheap. Um, Amari Cooper, I think, is going to have a good day today. So uh, now that Watson's back, I've got Cooper back in my lineup. Uh, tight end, Musgrave is nice and cheap at 3,300 with a really good matchup against Denver. Um, and then in my flex, I've got JSN. I've got uh, Jackson Smith and Jibka. Um, for me, this was a tough choice between him and um, Robin or uh, Wandell Robinson from the Gi- uh, Giants. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I've got a feeling about Smith uh, and Jigba today, and I'm going with it. Um, and then I put in the only defense I could afford, um, the Patriots. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> I know it's bad, rough. but that's bad. But that's hey, hey as, as long no as I don't defense. get negative points out of that's them, that's what I was going to say. You almost want to play no defense. Yeah. But. 
and just spend up on some other spots or something like that. Agreed. <laughs> like, seriously. Has anybody ever won like that? I, I don't think you can do that. You have to start. You have somebody. to start a yeah. defense. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, um, you well, tournament? and then, yeah, I'll run back with my yeah. tournament real quick here. Um, in my tournament lineup, that's where I'm going to go with Geno Smith. Um, and the reason why is because I want to double stack him. Um, and I'm just, this is my lineup that, hey, uh, Walker, who everybody in the world is going to be playing today, I'm saying, hey, Walker has a average day, doesn't get the touchdowns, and G- Geno Smith throws for a four. true gamble. You're right. <laughs> but if that happens, this, is, this lineup's going to pay off. Uh, Geno Smith, I've got Josh Jacobs at running back because he's got a great one this week. Uh, I do have Javante Williams, uh, 5,400. I feel like he's going to get the ball a ton. And uh, Green Bay has not been against good, been good against the run. So I just I feel like there's some good potential there today. Uh, Hollywood, I can't get him out of my lineup. Um, wide receivers, I went with uh, JSN again and Tyler Lockett. So I've got JSN and Tyler Lockett on that side. Um, and then I've got Travis Kelsey as my tight end. And uh, Christian Watson in my flex. And uh, the Chiefs are my DST. Um, yeah, a lot depending on that uh, Seattle game, but uh, could get interesting. All right, and for my tournament lineup, <clears throat> I've got Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. Ooh, he's going to be low-owned. For $5,700, um, the Colts have just been giving it up to uh, to quarterbacks and to number one wide receivers, which is why I'm going to pair him with Amari Cooper. He's in all of our lineups in one way or another. Yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah, I, for me, it's because the, I know the Colts have been so bad against mm-hmm. number ones, and also like I kind I like I want to find a way to, to maneuver this. Like I, I feel like Cooper Cup is just going to have a monster day. No, like, he's not. So because like, <laughs> no, Steelers, he's going to be horrible. The Steelers today. are the other team that's just been giving it up to number to number ones. So I, yeah. I might I might maneuver this because like I've got a uh, Josh Jacobs at seventy four hundred at running back, and then I've also got Jonathan Taylor, which I'm not in love with. Mm. Like I'd I think I'd rather just like. Um, shave down and find a way to get cooper cup into my lineup and i might do that so yeah uh anyway and this is a tournament one so this is just for us um and then like i said i got cooper at 6100 i've got drake london at 5100 and then i I've really got, like london today yeah and i like him rest of season like yeah. i rest of career <laughs> i like yeah. drake london rest of career agreed uh Jackson Smith and Jigba at 3,900. <clears throat> at tight end, I was able to get Mark Andrews into my lineup for 5,700. Nice. I am flexing Mike Evans today against the Falcons to stack yep, back yep. against Drake London because I, I, like I said, I think they're gonna ha- the Falcons are gonna score, and I think the Buccaneers are gonna have to throw the ball a lot. And yep. Baker likes to throw the ball to Mike Evans. Um, and then I've got also got the Chiefs defense. Yep. Like I, I said, I think uh, I think the Chargers are going to struggle today. Um, I thought uh, Justin Herbert had more turnover-worthy plays than he had actual turnovers against the Cowboys. It could have been, like I said, uh, Deron Bland dropped a couple interceptions. Uh, I, I say one of them was he definitely should have had, and the other one would have been a great play. Um, but definitely got his hands on the ball, and the, and the Chargers were lucky that he didn't end up with three or four interceptions rather than just the, the one that sealed the game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and in Arrowhead, you know, I could see things going going wrong for the Chargers today. So that's All I'm right. Doing. I guess we call that a show. That's what we do call it. 
So just real quick, you guys, before we exit, uh, this next week's broadcast will be on Wednesday yeah, night. Very important stuff. Yeah. Wednesday night. We have a lot of activity and a lot of things going on this week. We'll and be talking so, about waivers, which we don't normally do. So, uh, yeah. And then we'll be able to get you information in front of the Thursday night game, which we aren't normally able to do. So we're not going to. That's why we didn't predict that one today. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, what do we We said like 730. Is that what we it's said? It's going to be in the 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock hour. Yeah, sure. okay. 7.30 right. to 8. 8 at the latest. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. That's it for us. Rush Crush it. Out. Love you. Good luck, guys. Not you, Wadabeezy. I'm playing yeah. you this week. Get him. <laughs> Get him. <laughs>